Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Trading Coach Podcast. Today we're going to talk about sleep habits, how it affects your trading and how it affects your bigger goals in life. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Today we're gonna to talk about sleep and this topic comes from a DM that I just got over on Instagram. By the way, if you don't follow me on social media, please do, at RTM. Just remember, I'm not on WhatsApp, I'm not on Telegram, I don't reach out, I don't ask for money. If anyone does that, it is an impersonator. Please report them and bring it to my attention as well so I can report them. But uh, feel free to message me. I, I, I don't bite, I will respond. And one of the questions I got just a few minutes ago um, was, hey, Akil, quick question for you. What does your sleeping schedule look like when you trade? And uh, the, the, the trader is or the person is typing right now. So we may actually have a, a live response and I'll get to that a little bit later. But I think sleep is something that is not talked about enough. Now, I have talked about it a few times on the Trading Coach podcast. You're going to get that when you have almost 600 episodes of, of content. Um, but I always like to revisit this because... Sleep is important. However, I think the general feel out there is the opposite, right? I see a lot of people that have entrepreneurship in their tagline or people sharing these motivational, I guess, inspirational empowerment type of messages where they always talk about, I don't need to sleep, grind, hustle 24-7, all that fun stuff. And I must admit, I, I once had that mindset. Um, until you actually do it, right? It, it sounds good. It's all this good rah-rah stuff until you actually do it. And then you realize it's not so fun, right? Think about uh, for any of you guys that ever stayed up all night studying for a test. I did this in college, right? A big exam the next day and I, I pull a 24-hour study session and I feel like crap the next day. It, it is, trust me, it is not fun. And uh, if there are any medical professionals listening out there, you can agree with me on this where uh, I think sleep is needed for you to not only stay alive, but to stay in a, the right type of mind state. So instead of, and, and I do understand the grind period. I do understand there are going to be nights where you stay up all night. You got to do what you got to do, but it shouldn't be the norm. It shouldn't be the regular. It shouldn't be an expectation. The norm, the regular, the expectation is that you need to get sleep. It is going to be beneficial for you, not only from a physical perspective where sleep prepares or repairs, excuse me, all the, the, uh, the damage that you did to your body, throughout the day, but it does the same thing to your mind as well. And if there's anything we need to know about trading, it's that we need to have a very sharp mind. If we are not operating at mental sharpness, right, a certain level of mental sharpness, um, we're going to struggle to be consistently profitable in the market. I actually just ran through one of the traders that I work with, one of their trading plans, and I was very happy because in his plan, he mentioned that, hey, I will not trade if I do not get this many hours of sleep, or I got one guy that's a new father, and he's like, well, if my kid wakes me up at this time, 
I'm not trading the next day. And I think those are very important rules to having your trading plan. Because again, if you're operating on no sleep or little sleep, trust me, your vision is going to be a little bit cloudy. Your judgments aren't going to be great. And the last thing you want to do is be into the market with poor judgment when money is at risk. And I can say this from personal experience because a very long time ago, I tried to do something that I will never try again. And I was trading a mechanical system. What I, what I mean by a mechanical system is it's a, it wasn't really discretionary trading. It was purely kind of systematic, right? If this, then that. If this, then that. Indicators and all that fun stuff. And I was trading on the four-hour chart where essentially I can get an entry signal any, you know, every four hours or any, any four hour period throughout the day. Um, and at the time, this is when I was unemployed, so I had nothing better to do. So I was watching charts all day. It was fine. And, and there's not that many four hour candles in a day. However, if you do the math, right, there are a few that occur overnights, right? So the last four hour candle that I saw before I went to sleep was the nine o'clock PM candle, right? That was just around the start of the Asia session. So sometimes you saw some signals there. So I had to make sure I was home at nine o'clock. Not that I was doing anything anyway. I was kind of just a loser trading nerd, right? Um, but I'd make sure I was nine o'clock to check that candle. However, the next candle came at one o'clock in the morning and then another candle at five o'clock in the morning. Now, I had no problem waking up at five o'clock, right? I've been a, an athlete my entire life. I was used to the, the early morning football practice. I'm just an early bird in general. So five o'clock wasn't a big deal. However, the one o'clock candle was a problem, right? And the reason it was a problem was because I, what I had to do and what I attempted to do was wake myself up at about 12.55, right? Check the one o'clock candle and then try to go back to sleep and then wake up at 4.55, right? So I can check that five o'clock candle. And if you've done any study on sleep, right? Uh, you know, to get really good sleep, you need to, well, we can go into this a little bit, right? There, there's a few things that go into getting really good sleep. One is your REM cycles and the amount of time spent in your REM cycles. Another one is really your consistency, right? Your, your, your body likes it when you have a consistent schedule. When you go to bed at this time, you always wake up around this time. It will get adapted to that. Even if you have less sleep, right? Even if you have, say, five hours of sleep, if it's on a consistent schedule, five, that five hours of sleep could be better than, say, a seven-hour sleep. What also makes a difference is when you're waking up in your REM cycles. This is something I'd, I'd like to do more study on when I get the chance. Um, but how far you get into your REM cycle will determine how great and prepared you feel the next day. So again, going back to the other example, you can have less sleep, but if you accomplish a full REM cycle, you're going to feel better than someone who got more sleep, but you kind of wake up like halfway through it, right? That's if you ever heard any study about naps, I don't know the, the specific times, but they talk about naps where it's like, hey, the best nap is like what, like a 20 minute lap, nap because you want to get you want to get that 20 minutes in before you get that REM cycle, because if you get to that REM cycle, maybe 30 minutes in or so, after, if you wake up halfway through it, you're going to feel sluggish and droggy and, and all that fun stuff. Droggy, uh, financial guy, right? <laughs> Groggy. There we go. Um, and again, I, I don't know. Don't I don't know the specifics of the actual time. You can go Google search that as well. But the fact was that I was ruining my sleep by waking up at these times. I wasn't getting my full cycles in and I felt horrible in the morning and the sacrifice that I had to make was basically not doing it. I said, hey, I'm only missing one signal. Um, and the question I asked myself is, 
how is this one signal going to affect me? And this is where the beauty of backtesting comes in, right? Because if you've done proper backtesting, you have all the data. So what I did was I dug into my data and I looked specifically at that 1 a.m. Um, trigger and I went through all my data and I said, how many times am I getting triggered at 1 a.m., right? I compared that, compared that to the other entry times. I looked at the P&L and what I realized was that, you know, although, yes, I'm, I'm going to miss some winning trades, I'm going to miss some losing trades, the majority of the signals didn't come during that 1 a.m. period. And the amount of profit that I sacrificed, because I did sacrifice some profit, but the amount of profit that I sacrificed was minimal. It, it, let's just put it this way. It was more worth me getting that sleep than sacrificing that profit. And that's something that we have to consider as traders, right? We talk about all the time with our messages that you want to fit trading around your lifestyle. And that's not only for like when you should watch the markets, what type of time frame you should be on. Um, I think I just did a, a podcast that's probably going to come out before this about thinking about future plans, right? Where do I want my life to be 10, 20 years from now and, and making sure that I can do what I want to do in my life while still doing my trading thing. Um, we need to think we need to think about that. Um, but we need to understand that being this is going to sound weird, right? Being the most profitable isn't always the most profitable. And you can you can I'd love to hear you guys chime in. But what I mean by that is that money isn't everything. Right. Money is isn't everything. Money is not necessarily the most important thing. And again, it feels weird for me saying this because I'm all about money. <laughs> I used to be. Um, but livelihood is more important. And if you kind of reverse engineer things and you ask yourself the question, why am I trading in the first place? Right. I, I can tell you this. If, if you're trading in the first place just to make as much money as possible, you're trading for the wrong reasons. and You're probably not going to be successful. So what is your real why? Right. Your, your real why is probably to have the lifestyle of your dreams. And that lifestyle of your dreams could be quitting your job. It could be um, financial mobility where you can just, you know, you, maybe you're a vacationer. You can just travel anywhere, anywhere, still trade, right? I don't know if you guys have ever heard the guys from uh, Trade Society, Rolf and Moritz. Um, man, they do so much travel. Um, they love it. And one of the reasons that they're, they took up trading is because of that. So they can go to Hong Kong, they can go to Germany, they can go to here to there and stay for there for years and not really have it disrupt their business. We're seeing that as a, you know, more and more actually with the, the COVID and, and more people kind of working remotely. But that's, that's a big goal for many. Um, that financial freedom, or maybe not financial freedom, but hopefully that's the goal as well. But that freedom of time, that freedom of mobility to do um, what you need to do from any place in the world. But if those are your ultimate goals, right, is a little bit more profit from your trading worth not being able to achieve those goals? And the answer should be no. If, if that's the ultimate goal, that should trump everything else. So when you kind of balance two and you ask yourself, is the sacrifice of this percent, one, two percent, is it worth getting a good night's sleep? Is it worth my mental and physical health? Is it worth this and that? Um, the answer should be yes. And I think that's something that's not looked at enough in trading where we always think about, hey, we always want the most profit available. That's not always the main goal. And I think it's something that's worth considering. Thank you 
guys for checking out the show. As always, do me a favor, leave me a rating, leave me a review if you loved what you heard. Also, if you want some free training, head over to www.tier1trading.com and check out the free stuff. 